Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode five of the Switchaboo podcast. My name is Alex Harding. I'll be your host. I am joined by our self-claimed co-host, Nathan Rudge. Hello again. And a newcomer, uh, one of our newest writers, that where well, we got Jake Mouncy. Greetings, I'm the new guy. He's the new guy, and it's good to have you on. How are you doing? Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, doing all right. Doing all right, that's good. Yeah. Uh, we got a pretty news light episode this time, so nothing too, uh, nothing too extensive. So we'll talk about what we've been playing first up. Um, Jake, you're the new guy. We'll start off with you. What have you been playing? Oh, outside of... Bravely default, nothing. Honestly. And I've heard you've been having some issues with Bravely Default too? Oh yes I have. Yes I have. <laughs> I'm Do tell. honest honestly, I'm glad I'm not reviewing it because boy I would give it a really bad review. I would just tear into it. Because apparently I'm the only person on the planet that seems to be like experiencing like just countless like near game breaking glitches with the game. You were saying this before, tell, like, what exactly kind of game-breaking bugs are you experiencing? Like, like, the most annoying one was, um, like, at the end of chapter two, like, the transition from, like, going from the, the city that, like, chapter two starts and, like, where chapter three starts, like, you're supposed to cross a bridge. For some reason, that bridge never spawned for me. (laughs) I didn't just mean to be a world asset. Yeah, it's it's a it's world asset, so it didn't it just didn't show up. So I'm like wandering around the uh the overworld thinking it's like, what do I do? Where do I go? Is it this building, this random tunnel's like, oh no, not that one. I get killed in there. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like I had to look up walkthroughs. It's like, oh, there's supposed to be a bridge there. What bridge? Now I go over there and the bridge is back. It's like Alright, fine. <laughs> fine, cool. <laughs> cool funk but uh yeah like that that's the most like annoying one but like other ones have been just uh uh side quest trackers turning themselves on and off which is been really annoying for some of the bigger side quests and uh like uh early game for some reason uh enemies just refuse to you know run away from me mm-hmm. so like by the time i like actually did like the first boss like my uh like Elvis the uh uh the black mage at the time like he already had like fire blizzard and thunderer at that time when he's only supposed to have like the tier 1 spells because enemies wouldn't leave me the bloody hell alone <laughs> so like i am so you were like way... level 7 or 8 I was in the like job. yeah level 7 uh 8 at that t- at that point i am way over leveled yet i'm still getting my butt kicked by like so many like bosses and all that bosses are where the real challenge is <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's kind of frustrating i think i was in because i'm only about six seven hours into it at the moment um i got up to like a desert area and i even got taken down by like one of the standard enemies mm, yeah yeah, yeah. And, oh yeah and no, I the got... power spike from that canyon to the like desert is a big jump yeah it's like, crazy each yeah it's beginning a massive of... Massive the beginning of spike. each chapter is a big spike. Great, I love. So like, I spikes. was over leveled for the boss um, for the end of chapter one, which is the end of the desert one. Went into chapter two, I'm like, oh, I am getting like just pummeled. 
Oh, jeez. Is that the only thing you've been playing, Jake? Oh, yeah, kind of. Because, like, my, the main thing, like, right now is, like, I'm just trying to find a game to, like, chill out and just play, like, just by myself. Yeah. Like, just in I my bet. off time. But I can't find anything, so it's, like, bravely default to it has to be, despite the fact that it's frustrating <laughs> me to no hell. Like, I've started <laughs> nah. going back to, yeah, Persona 5 again. It's like, oh, I've been meaning to do that. I haven't played Persona 5. I really need to. Mm. It's good. I'm more of a Persona 4 man myself, but Persona 5's it's up there. Cool. And Nathan, what have you been playing? Um, again, Bravely Default 2. Of course. Um, got a good chunk through it. I haven't encountered any of the problems that Jake did himself. Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am also mostly overleveled, but that's because I like I like to try and max out as much jobs as I can. Yeah, that's what I did in when I played second uh second layer. Yeah. Which is the where the um you know, you could adjust the encounter rates and JP, um like oh, if you got man. it or XP if you got it kind of thing. That was like the having overworld enemies is a nice addition, but like having that like where you could adjust encounter rates and stuff, that was I personally I found it a bit more Oh, I I I'd love that mm. for default too. Mm. Oh yeah, it would make it a lot easier. You could choose how many enemies you want to encounter and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'd get rid of one of my main grievances with Tur. Yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> I've noticed as well. With like, I and I always like uh, with RPGs when you can you know strike first or they strike first. Um, but I've noticed there's a bit of a there's a bit of a frame rate dip that often happens. Yeah, so you don't know whether you connect or not, and that's been that's been so frustrating. And if you want to cut the grass and there's an enemy near you, uh, you target the enemy and you don't cut the grass. And you want to cut that grass. Yes, because you get good items out of it. Yeah, I I, I remember like the first time, like, I, ooh, it's like oh, an enemy in the overworld. All right, I've got to fight it. I cut the grass and the potion comes out. I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to spend hours cutting grass, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I often get better better items from the grass than the actual treasure chest themselves. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Treasure chests suck. So what, what do you call it, Nathan? Lawnmower simulator? Yeah, or, uh, you know, Legend of Zelda. Lawn purge. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, and then the other game I played a bit of was uh, Bowser's Fury slash uh, 3D World with Jace. I still need to get that. I've been meaning to get that for the longest time. Bowser's Fury is actually pretty good. Like, pretty It looks fun. good. Mm. Yeah. I really want to play it, but obviously, well, because I played 3D World uh, on my Wii U, I just, I just can't justify going back to it. And yeah, see, I haven't best. played it much myself, but like Jace has been playing like a lot of it, and he's been having fun. Aww. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he loves <laughs> Mario game games. Yeah, you got to teach him early. Yeah, but yeah, I, I really want to, I really want to get around to playing it. I just have no idea when I'm going to, going to. It, that's for it's sure. It's also, you know, an investment. Yeah, I missed the chance to get it back in the Wii U days, unfortunately. Although we played it for a bit um, with your brother, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. That was that was fun. That was yeah. God, that was ages ago before he left to Queensland. Yeah, right. And what about yourself, um, Jay, uh, Alex? So I've been playing, so Bravely Default 2, as with everyone else, um, but I'm only about seven, eight hours into that, so I'm only up to chapter one still, so I'm going real slow with that. Um, 
can't really. I still can't say too much about Story of Seasons: Pioneers of Olive Town, uh, except what I've written in my preview. But that that's been pretty yet? good. No, March twenty third in America. Oh, I swear, and I March twenty sixth. Um, EB Games on sale today. No, no, it doesn't in Australia it doesn't release here until the twenty sixth. Or maybe it been might be like a pre order. Mm, maybe I just it was in like you know the actual game sale section. I was like, oh, Story of Seasons, like, huh. Could have been Friends of Mineral Town that released Maybe. last year. But anyways, yeah, but Pioneers of Olive Town, it is it is really good. It's I, I'm leaning on it. It's not as good as Friends of Mineral Town. Um, it and the frame rate dips are quite, you know, quite apparent, which is very very much disappointing. Um, it's it's good for the most part. Like if you if you just want a traditional story of seasons adventure, you know. You will you will get that in Pioneers of Olive Town, but try not to expect too much from it. Um, the initial trailer, I reckon, got fans excited for it, like for what it could do. But I don't think it really delivers on a lot of that stuff. But I'll go into that later. Um, Which is once, unfortunate. Uh, mm. Yeah, it is good though. Bottom line, it is good, but don't expect too much. Um, I've also been playing Cyanide and Happiness, uh, Freak Apocalypse. Oh yeah, that How came out, didn't it? Yeah, that's it's really good. It is very, very good. Um, I got a code for it on launch, so um, it's it is very good. Uh, I with with point and click adventure games, it's kind of frustrating when you have to use the cursor, um, mm. especially like with the right joystick. Like you can't just walk up to someone and speak to them. You have to walk up to them and then move the cursor over to them and then uh. speak to them. It's like uh, yeah, which which is a bit of a downer for point and click adventure games on console, but yes. again, it's it's side night and happiness. If you like that kind of humor, it's spot on with yeah. it. Yeah, does does it have like weird Sierra style point and click, like uh, just batshit insane solutions to puzzles? Uh, not really. Or well, not that I've found so far. I'm still in the opening area, which is the school, but yeah, not not really. Honestly. Right. It's 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 pretty obvious like what you need to pick up um in the in the early early days of it anyways but it's quite expansive and you can click on a lot there's so much to interact with and it's all voice acted um and there's just so many one liners and so witty um and again especially if you like that kind of humor which I yeah, do personally yeah. um there's so much to enjoy from it so I've actively cracked up laughing multiple yeah, so there's times a lot of quote-unquote world building <laughs> just like hilarious like dumb yeah crap. yeah as, as much world building that a sign on happiness yeah can have exactly <laughs> but yeah that's i'm working on that one that review as well but that's been fantastic so far and non-nintendo related but i am still working through the halo master chief collection finally oh. um because because i want to be up to date when infinite launches yeah, yeah and i did i don't think i told you jacob as well but i just got my series x so that's yeah, been pretty I've, exciting i've seen so we've, i've seen yeah yeah i was gonna say <laughs> i think you got like joined part of the group just as he got it yeah yeah it was like one of the first things i saw it's like hey check out this huge <laughs> box i got <laughs> and it is it, it's not it's actually not as big as i thought but yeah, it is it's still not a huge that big box. compared to the ps5 at oh, least PS, that yeah, is very ps5 is a monster but yeah, that's all I've been playing. So next time we'll move on to the news. But first off, I just want to I, I just want to touch base. So basically, um, 
all the all the listeners at the moment, you guys can support us always on Patreon. Uh, for one dollar a month, you get the podcast two to three days early. Um, it all goes towards supporting the website, you know, paying our writers and keeping everything running. Um, so any support is incredibly appreciated. And also, if we reach a hundred dollars a month, we'll be able to make this podcast weekly, which is something we really want to do as well. But moving on to the news. Uh, some fantastic news to start off, especially for if you're in Australia. PAX Australia is going ahead, and it's going to be on October 8th to October 10th. You guys excited? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Nathan and I were uh, going to actually go last year, but, you know, the whole uh, COVID. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah that was... our entire plan for it. Mm, yeah, like our D&D group, we're all going to like get together and just meet for the first time, but, yeah, that didn't end up happening so hopefully we can do that this year hopefully. yeah that'd be good i'm wondering if they're gonna have like restrictions because like normally it'd be like i think it's like ten thousand normally people yeah yeah, yeah it probably would it's, it's less yeah, people whether... i know that much yeah okay like there's a limit to that i have to keep it to yeah ex- exactly which is my which is gonna be my concern especially like if we get press tickets as well yes. you know that's gonna be because they were already limiting how many how many people f- like can get press passes from one yeah. outlet, so I'm concerned about that, but I'll, I'll want to go anyways, and if, if I can get a normal ticket. Yeah. It'll probably just be like well. a single person per press place. Probably. I remember the first time we ever went, it was me and David when, um, early, early back when, and we we were in we were in the media room, we could only have two people, and we were sitting across from Lenovo, who had 12 and they were right in front of us. They, they all had, like, their IMAX and everything. They were basically taken up, like, a third of the media room. It was ridiculous. Damn. <laughs> yeah, and here's us with our one MacBook. Which is like, yeah. And that is actually like, when... We're professional we... too, guys. Exactly. <laughs> and that was, that was actually then when we set up our little soundbite, which happens at the start of our videos and at the start of the podcast. The diddle ding ding That was when we set that up. So we did that on David's phone right there on like a piano <laughs> piano app and i'm just like yep yeah, that'll work and just did that and it's just stuck ever since but i always remember that and then you had lenovo just sitting across from us and just like oh, yeah okay okay we're small i get it <laughs> the, the big boys <laughs> of the room yeah <laughs> but pax is it's so much fun we spend like 80 90 of the time simply at the indie section so like we yeah. just meet so many developers and chatting to them um which is so good we obviously check out nintendo stuff but you know, everyone else does as well, and all the, all that, the that's where you outlets. start, get it all out of the way, and then you go investigate. Yeah, the exactly, stuff. exactly. That's right. So we we got first in because like uh, press get an hour early access. Yes, I remember floor. hearing about that. No, right. yeah, yeah. So David and I just ran to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate at the time. <laughs> of course, and we just played that, and it was amazing. And then last 2019, uh, Matthew, who joined us, who, who doesn't write for us anymore but we went straight to pokemon let's go and that was that was so good but then but then we did have to line up for luigi's mansion three yeah. and uh hollow knight oh, silk song yeah, that which came is, out. <laughs> yeah yeah which is still like crazy to think about silk song we played it in 2019 that's yeah. still nothing yeah you know so i'm really itching for that one yeah that, that usually means good stuff right just years of silence I'm hoping so. We're still trying to knock in their door, Nathan. They, but, you know, didn't they only recently finish all the DLC for it? I think so. I think like yeah. The I think they original game. Yeah, I think they released something not long ago. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what. I haven't. I haven't gone back to it since I reviewed it. But 
Jake, if you're unaware, I've, I've mentioned this multiple times on the podcast, but if you're not aware, Jake, it's the only game we've ever given 100% on the site. Oh, damn. It's Hollow Knight. So if you, if you ever give a game, if you ever give me a draft and you, you're giving a game 100%, I want, I want reasons why. <laughs> right, right. Because you're saying it's just as good as Hollow Knight. And, oh, that's not easy. You gotta convince hey, like, Alex my, that. my favorite game of all time, I, I'd still only give like a 91. So Ooh, What's that? Uh, that'd be Persona 4 Golden. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you're a, a harsh, harsh reviewer. <laughs> yeah, oh, you yeah, are. Yeah. Like, you see my bloody review of uh, Takeover? Like, yes, what did I, did. I give it? 50-something? <laughs> I think it was less than that. Ugh. I think it was slightly, like, in the 40s or something. Yeah, man, I really wanted to like that game, but I just couldn't. We've given games low scores. Uh, I think the lowest one is James's review of Poland Ball. Yeah, and I think he gave that 15%. Uh, I gave, if you're, if you're familiar with the anime, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in the dungeon? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, that had a game recently. And I think I gave that like 18%, and I just called it like a, it's just a cash grab. That's all yeah. it is. I, I don't know what that is, is but is, is the anime a light novel or isekai? It, it, or I'm whatever pretty sure it's, it's a light novel harem anime. Yes, oh, I haven't seen much of it, but I know it's like uh, cringy. Yeah, it is. I, I don't mind the anime. Um, it's 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 a guilt. It's a guilty pleasure, you know. Yeah, you know, when are we gonna get like a video game adaptation of that isekai about like a pizza man who goes in the fantasy world? That's a real thing. Go look it up. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> hmm. So, anyways, PAX Australia. Yes, it's coming. It's it's actually happening this year, so very excited for that. Uh, moving on, so Furukawa, um, he had an interview recently. Um, I didn't know down who it was with, so that's my apologies. Uh, but he discussed the value of dedicated gaming hardware, uh, which is interesting in 2021, especially with the Switch. It kind of borders that line a little bit. Uh, but I'm going to read out a quote, and then I'll, I'll see what you guys have a think about it. This is from Furukawa. So with the rise in popularity of smartphones, our strategy is to grow the population of people who play video games. People all over the world enjoying games by utilizing the various features of smartphones, personal computers, and dedicated gaming consoles. I'm sure new offerings like cloud gaming and streaming will emerge, but they won't be a top priority when choosing what games to play. I think the most important things there are I think the most important things there are the contents of a game as well as the the kind of games you can play. On the other hand, technological advances can make a big difference to the gaming experience itself. Since this can happen at any time, we're always actively researching technologies that could be the starting point of something fun. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, mm, yeah, you, you've got to as like, as long, like personally, as long as they don't go too hard on mobile. Yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, no, like as long as they, you know, actually push the game. Like it's like you said, it's the contents of the game. Mm, that's yeah. what makes you go more towards what you play it on yeah don't want another yeah. Mario Kart tour yes that's right and I, th- I think with get like with dedicated gaming consoles and dedicated gaming hardware um, in re- replacing smartphone and whatnot well not necessarily replacing that's probably a bad word uh, but with when you buy a smartphone you pay you know 1000 to $1500 or plus from there and you get the bloat with it you get everything else a phone can Mm. do whereas the switch is a gaming system it doesn't even have netflix on it exactly to some people's dismay um but it has youtube though it does have youtube 
and in America it has like Hulu and maybe a couple yeah, of others. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's there for games, and as yes. he says, it's a dedicated gaming console. So, and I think that's that's what we've come to expect from video game consoles. Whereas like a PC, again, you've got that bloat with it as well. You can do all the other stuff, which is you know fantastic if that's what you want it for if you want it for like an all-round kind of thing but specifically for gaming hardware i don't think that's ever going to go away Mm. yeah but cloud gaming could be you know that could be its downfall potentially depending on how that goes but well maybe another 10 years 10 15 years and in australia 40 years yeah exactly cloud gaming (laughs) is not gonna be a thing in australia for a long time no. First world, yeah. Australia's a first world country with a third world internet connection. Yeah, that's Australia. If Australia was going to have a quote or a slogan, that'd be it. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I just thought that accurate. was a fun little quote. Twenty twenty one BAFTA award nominees were announced. Um, you can have a look at the list, but pretty much all I'll say is Animal Crossing everywhere. I mean, it was a pretty well game, like well made game. Yeah. Like, yeah, I did burn it's a, it's a out well-made on it fast, game. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's a well-made game, but like, it didn't really have a lot of stuff in it. Like, it to be fair, like, okay, this Animal Crossing was my first Animal Crossing. Okay, that's I've, that's yeah. a bit. I I have never played like any other Animal Crossings. The only reason like I got into it is because everyone around me is like, "Oh my god, Animal Crossing, so good, so good." I tried it and like, yeah, I had fun for about a week. <laughs> boy does it run out of stuff to do real quick it does i've i've always found exactly the same with animal crossing yeah because some people can like play thousands and thousands of hours of it because like you know they get into like you know talking with their neighbors and whatnot other people just that's rochelle have fun and then just leave it like I, I, I wanted to enjoy it the same way that everyone else does. So like I ended like I did all the things like people kept telling me to do. It's like, oh check back every day and talk to all your neighbors, see what new stuff they have and Yeah, it's just nothing. Like people were telling me the uh the previous one, the uh the three DS one, New Leaf, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. Like that had like a significantly like larger amount of things to do in it. So like well, I did enjoy what little I played of it. It, yeah, it didn't really leave like a very lasting impression on me, and I don't think like I'll ever get back to Animal Crossing again, unfortunately. Yeah, and I, I find there's there's two different audiences for Animal Crossing. There's you know for us where we play it for like a week or two, and you know, yep, that was fun. Um, yeah. And then there's like Rochelle, who at funny enough at the time because you know it was the height of COVID, especially in Australia as well. Um, yeah. Rochelle wasn't working at the time. Well, she was, but she was getting JobKeeper. She couldn't go into work, whereas I was working from home. So I was doing the review. However, Rochelle, like during that two or three week period, put well over 150 hours into it. It's all she did, like straight. So really she should have done the review, like absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I I probably did like a 10th, if I'm lucky, the amount of time I put into in comparison. But there are there are two different crowds with it, and I'm I'm going to harken back to Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town, where I'm not the type of person to want to decorate my house and you know construct yeah. my farm yeah, in a certain yeah. way. Um, I just don't get pleasure or joy out of that, and it's you know it's just not my thing. Like if you see my farm, it's just stuff everywhere. It's just where is it 
closest proximity to something else. Like I run my farm like I would like a production fa- factory. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. My, mine's the same with like that in Stardew Valley. Like, I see some really cool stuff on there, but I'm like, mm. I don't have the time to do that or the effort like to care. Exactly. Yeah. I'd love to get into games like that, but I just can't. Like, if a game just like drops me down and it's like, here, you have the world, do whatever you want. I'm like, what do I do first? <laughs> I, I need structure. That's why I could never get into games like Minecraft or Terraria or anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We we need a there needs to be a path, and we need to or like Breath of the Wild, where like in, something needs to catch our attention, and we mm. need to go over there. Whereas, yeah, I think if you give the player too much freedom, it it's we just don't know what to do, and we get yeah, and we we just get bored because we just ways, don't know yeah. how much, and we just don't know how much we can push the game to its limits. Um, but anyways, the BAFTA, the BAFTA awards. Um, so yeah, a lot of Animal Crossing. So for best game. Uh, it was for what else was there? I'm assuming Last uh, of Us Family. Two was put on there. Yeah, Last of Us Two is on there a lot. Uh, mm. Trying to, I mean, I'm trying to look for Switch stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah that is on there quite a bit. Um, Carry on for debut game, which I reckon that definitely deserves it. Um, no, that yeah. was that was fantastic. Yeah, uh, that they, looked really good. Yeah, Roki for best British game. I remember that was really yeah. good. And, I think James reviewed that and he he quite liked that. So that was really good. Um Hades for audio achievement, but oh yeah, Hades, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and artistic achievement, that game was just beautiful. Animation Spiritfarer. So there's there's actually a lot of indie support, like indie recognition as well, which is Yeah, good. yeah, it's good to see. Always good to see. But yeah, um always like seeing you know these kind of games getting recognition which is really good uh the next one so first four figures reveals a life-size metro prime samus helmet and i didn't know i ever needed this in my life until now that sounds pretty cool like i've been yeah i've been following uh first four figures for a while just being too poor to buy anything oh yeah very very expensive yeah (laughs) like i i found them through um when uh Oh, what's it called? The uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy first came out. That's when oh, they yeah. started doing Crash Bandicoot stuff. And yeah, I'm on a Switch-based thing, but I've always been a PlayStation boy myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, seeing that, it's like, oh, it's Crash. Cool. A giant figure? Oh, that's awesome. 400 bucks? No! <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you lost yeah, me. Yeah, looking at this uh, 533 US dollars. Yeah. So yes, expensive, but you'd be wearing a Samus helmet. Like I've brought some dumb cool. stuff in my time, but <laughs> all your Transformers. Yeah, my I have a Transformers collection. <laughs> with with all the extra money that we got during COVID, I'm like, I'm not really spending a lot of money anyway. I might as well start up a masterpiece uh, Transformers collection. That was a dumb idea. I should have been saving that. <laughs> We've all made mistakes. My my mistake was the amiibo collection. Now nah. it's just now it's just the box. An ambio. Although I, funny funnily enough, I did pre-order my first amiibo for over three years. And that was and the banjo one, wasn't it? I was going to say I didn't didn't even need to say it. I don't think if anyone knows me, it's it's Banjo Kazooie. But yeah, March twenty sixth, Banjo Kazooie amiibo. I'm sure there's others coming out. Although the, the Joker one looked really good too. That I one completely- did look good. 
I completely forgot that came out. I need to get that. <laughs> Good luck finding it. Yeah, that's... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, of course. Of course. Because Persona I, fans, quote-unquote, will bloody mass buy them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Joker sold out before the day's end when it came out, like, for pre-order. Yeah. Probably. Oh, you guys keep talking. I'm going to actually see if it's on eBay. <laughs> eBay. But, like, eBay. you can still find the hero for, like, $10. Because yeah. <laughs> no is. one in the West no. wants the hero. No, no. It's like, yeah, Dragon Quest is, like, huge and, you know, and influential and all that. But, boy, every time I've tried to get into Dragon Quest, I'm just bored. It's also, like, a massive Japanese, like, audience for it. That's yeah. why. It's like, there's, yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with, like, the basic RPG, but it feels too basic to me. Because, yeah, the Western audience goes more for Final Fantasy while the uh, Japanese audience seems to go more for uh, Dragon, Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so first two results. Uh, first one is 98.47 with... <laughs> 4280 postage. Second oh, is 10589 with 3389 with 3389 with I guess. I guess that's another way, but I, mean, I guess policing the Amiibo, that's harder than... like craze when it first came out, like how hard it was to find some of those things. Yeah. I did spend forty dollars on Captain Falcon and I have never even played an F Zero game. I don't know I don't know why I did it. <laughs> oh, right. You just wanted them all, didn't you? I I did. I did. And then at the time I was working at JB Hi Fi, so after that I just pre ordered all of them and got them pretty cheap. But like yeah, this was before then and I don't I don't know why I did it. I really the don't staff discount. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. But, like, before I was working at JB Hi-Fi and the Captain oh, yeah. Falcon, I just just wanted it. I don't know why. I couldn't explain it. But then I just stopped. I think the last one I ever got was a Box Boy one where it was on Nintendo uh, Nintendo Australia's eBay account. Oh, yeah. And I'm quite happy that I got that one because I think that's a rare find. And I've got the gold and silver Marios as well. But the, I am going to go and get gold Mario is a hard one now. Yeah. yeah. And I've still got it in its case. I've only got the gold and silver. They're the only one I've only well, ones Do you know what's actually case. probably harder to get than God Mario now? Mm. Uh, the original Smash Bros. Mario, because they haven't reprinted it. Oh, yeah. That's true. Never I thought of that. that. Yeah, because they it's... only reprinted them as the actual like Super Mario series Amiibos. That's where he's right. he's standing up with his arms crossed. Hmm. I'm going to Google that as well. <laughs> eBay that I should say. Personally, uh, I never got into amiibos. Like I have some. I got like Lucina, Robin, and Ryu, but that's about it. There was a few games that made like use of most of them. Like I know the Yoshi games. Like was it Woolly World where you actually got yeah, costumes yeah. out of it? And then um, although the Pokemon ones never work because you know Pokemon companies like hey these are ours. <laughs> of course. And then you uh, had. Like- I think, like, outside of Smash, nothing uses the Ryu amiibo I have. Unless they have, like, a Street Fighter game come out. Might do something with it. I don't know. I, I know Street Fighter 4 is on the 3DS, but other than that, oh, no, God, I don't I think so. I forgot about that. 
Yeah. That was oh, a that, launch that was a, title. Yeah, that was a mess. <laughs> so if you if you ignore the Japan, like se- selling them from Japan, if you ignore them on eBay, they're about, about the, honestly, the same as Joker. About a hundred bucks. Yes. For the gold Mario. Which is quite, quite surprising, honestly. I honestly expect that to be more. Oh, well. So, yeah, apart from your, your general um, amiibo compatibility with, like, Hyrule Warriors and Pokemon, uh, the only thing it does is Smash Bros. for Ryu. Yeah. Great. No, so, yeah, it's got a general um, amiibo and Smash Bros. That's pretty upsetting. Um, moving on to the next bit. I'm going to... Oh, actually, because I've written an order on a on a Google Doc, but I'm going to skip the next one. I'm going to leave that one till, till last, I reckon, because uh, that one can probably go on forever. Uh, Monster, Ho- Monster Hunter... Let me say that again. Monster Hunter Stories 2 launches July 9th. Nathan, so take it away. confirmed date. Yeah. Mon um, Hun. Yeah, it looks pretty fun. Um, where you actually ride the monsters and uh, fight that way. I never actually played the original one because it was like at the end of the 3DS. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, and the 3DS was, um, like, it was a solid system, but at that point, like, it was, like, there was so much more stuff out. Yeah. And, yeah, it it was on its way out the door. Yeah. And the Switch had just come into it, and that's all we wanted to play. I'm I'm actually really, I'm tempted to play the first one, but I can only find it on my phone, and I don't want to, it's just something weird, like, I think it's a yeah. mentality thing, but I don't want to spend $31 on a mobile game, but I'd spend Ugh, you know, $50, yeah. $60 on a Switch game. And yeah. And an eye. Like, if they released it on the Switch, like, so we like, hey, this is what the game story is, it'd be, like, you know, a good way to do it. I'm honestly surprised they didn't do that. I mean, if they did a Bravely Default collection of the first two games. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, God, 150 hours later. <laughs> I'm ready for Bravely Default 2. Uh, no more, no more. <laughs> Well, that'd be me, anyways. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for Monster Hunter fans. I do want to uh, get into stories because I think that'll be a bit more up my alley. But eh, when I get when I get time in twenty thirty seven, maybe. Yeah, um, if you like, the story yeah, stuff is like way more niche than like yeah. the base Monster yeah. Hunter stuff. Yeah, that's right. Always is. Yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge was announced. Um, I'm not a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan, but are you guys? Yeah, uh, I'm. Uh, I I watched the 2003 uh, like reboot. That's what I was going to say. Ma- mainly because <laughs> it was always on before we went to school. But like other than that, no, I was no, nah, I was never. The, it's based on the 80s Ninja Turtles, so like I haven't got any connection to it i'm like it's, eh. it's, it's specifically uh it's specifically uh more uh more based on like the arcade game yeah, yeah. uh which was, was it turtles in time turtles in time which yeah, wasn't yeah, that yeah. based on the 80s cartoon well yes. yeah but yes. you know yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> all know. they had yeah well and, and like, comics yeah well no one cares about the comics ever since you know the cartoon came along because that drastically changed everything oh yeah yeah, Cowabunga Pizza, my dude. But Wiggle, yeah, so, thumb I mean, and pinky finger. <laughs> I'm super excited. I mean, I mean, I'm super excited for fans, um, especially like of the of the '80s cartoon because it seems to be in pretty good hands. Like, like yeah, uh, it, it, it looks, looks good. really good. It's just yeah, disappointing. The uh, 2003 one gets nothing, 
ever. Yes. <laughs> like yeah, you've 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 written down here that it like some of the uh, some of the team behind the uh, Scott Pilgrim game is actually working on this. Yeah. That's and pretty good. Like I haven't played the Scott Pilgrim game myself, but I hear that game's really good. That game Nathan, is really you're a big good. fan of that, aren't you? Yeah. No, that that I played that with um like uh mutual friend Nathan. <laughs> and yeah, no, we played that like all the way through. It was great fun. I'll get around to that eventually. I do need to re get it though, but like I had I played it when it first came out. Yeah, right. And the big piece of news that I am saving to the end of the news bit, uh, Bloomberg reports on a possible Switch Pro. So that'd be, according to the report, a 7-inch 720p OLED Samsung screen. Uh, it'll upscale to 4K in docked mode. And Samsung is said to begin mass production in June with shipments to Nintendo uh, for assemblement in July. So that would that says to me a holiday yeah holiday launch maybe uh, announced uh at the quote-unquote e3 time yeah. yeah yeah it would be yeah which i don't think e3 is going ahead from what i heard no i yeah, probably won't it's like as like as we learned from last year's like replacement of e3 we don't really need e3 anymore no no which which is which is upsetting i mean we all look forward to E3. It was it was our Christmas. We we, we all look forward to the cringe. Yeah, that's yes. fun. <laughs> but I think we looked forward to it because it's all we had. Yeah, or it was most of what we had. But now you know it's not it's not all we have anymore. And especially yeah. when Nintendo went over to Nintendo Directs, and then PlayStation copied them. Exactly as they do. <laughs> they 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 did they did. But anyways, I'm I'm absolutely down for a Switch Pro. I've still got the launch Finally. Switch. Yeah, yeah, I've got the launch Switch as well. Like, yeah that that would that would be good. I I've seen people for some reason annoyed that the fact that like undocked, it's going to be 720p. It's like what do you expect? It's yeah. a freaking like handheld thing. You can't expect higher than that. Like it's like the it's ridiculous that it's 720. Exactly. Like, why, why, like, do you expect it to be 1080? And as someone who plays mostly in, like, handheld, because it's just easier with, like, other stuff going on, like, mm. I have no issues with it. Like, every game I've played, like, most things are actually pretty fine in the handheld. And, like, just yeah. an improvement is going to be just better. I think people just get so caught up with the number. Yes. Yeah. They just want number, that number. not big enough. Exactly. But I mean, I mean that OLED screen. If that's true, that gets me excited. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Like the colors that would pop, especially with Nintendo games. Oh, oh yes, that would yeah, look like, incredible. I, as someone who uses the uh, mm. uh, uses the Switch entirely docked, four K docked. Damn, that would be good. That's gonna be so good. Oh yeah, <laughs> you just gotta have the games compatible for it. Uh, I just yeah the the games yeah the games compatible and I'm gonna need like a new TV that's actually 4K. Compatible. I heard rumors that there's gonna be like these Switch Pro exclusive games. Nah, uh, probably. Well, I mean, mm. you kind of have to. Like, like happened... we, we did have yeah we did have like new 3DS exclusive it, well, games with go the, back uh... even further than that. You've had um the Game Boy Color that had its own games yeah. on it. That's true. And true, like, yeah. I, I I never really thought uh the Game Boy Color as you know just like Game Boy Plus. I've always seen it as like its own 
exclusive console. I just hope. I on. I honestly hope with if they if that is true and they do have four K display, I hope they take the Microsoft route and you know smart delivery where you buy a game and if you have this pro, it upscales to four K. Oh but, yeah. Um, you know, because a lot of the a lot of the advantages that are coming with the Series X are Microsoft's doing. So they're going back and doing all that game, all that to games, and yeah. Nintendo won't do that. That that's no. not Nintendo's mo. So then they'll be like, oh, you know, the developers have to do it, and developers will be like, well, there's not really that much of an advantage for us to do it, so we're not going to do it, and then it never happens. Although, like new games will probably have it, but I don't see older mm. ones. Yeah, I. It's weird for me to say as well, but I honestly hope it's not too much of a gap between the two consoles because you know people will complain. If oh, yeah. the game runs like garbage. Like, you can think of Hyrule Warriors Legends, I think it was, on the 3DS, and it ran like hot garbage on the original oh, yeah, 3DS. It did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Did that thing run at like three frames a second? If lucky. Um, but See, I <laughs> yeah, ran it on it, the uh, new 3DS, so I wasn't that bad with it. Yeah, and it was a competent game on the new 3DS, but like, you just could not run it on the basics on, no. on the OG one. But no. then you did have your exclusive. Honestly, I can only think of two exclusive new 3DS games. Xenoblade Chronicles is the only one I can think of. Yeah, that was, yeah, exactly. And ironically, it's the only time that's the only way I've ever played Xenoblade Chronicles is the 3DS yeah. version, and Same. it's it held it up. Mine was the Wii U not, uh, port, which had like a bit of an upgrade, didn't it? I think so. Yeah, I I think so too. But like, yeah, yeah it was it was not the best way to play it, but. Being able to play that massive of a game on the 3DS oh. was mind-blowing. Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Impressive. And now Just a shame I'm not a fan of Xenoblade. <laughs> well, we're now Super looking... not a fan. It, it's a tough oh. game to like it get is. into. You either love it or you don't. You're not going to mm. spend 80 hours into something you don't connect with oh. five hours in. Yeah, exactly. No, 80 hours just to do the first chapter, realistically, if you're doing all the side quests. I did not. <laughs> I definitely did not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would be so keen. Like, oh, the, all the side quests is such a drain yeah, on that game. Uh, it is. But yeah, I would be so keen on a Switch Pro or a Super Switch or a new Switch or whatever they call it. I really hope it's not a new Switch. Um, but God, that naming convention is so bad. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. So I'm 100% down for whatever this comes to be. I would be, yeah, I, I'd be day one, but it's only because I have the launch model. Hmm. Exactly, same thing for me. Uh, that's, that's it. it. Um, does anyone else have... Because I know that's a big um, big point of news. Does anyone else have anything to say on that before we move on? Uh, I'm just having a look to see what the name that I saw was. Uh, yeah, I've been hearing like Super Switch being thrown around. Yeah, Super the Super Nintendo Switch is the name that they officially have leaked. Well, not officially, but like it was what hmm. was leaked. Uh, the Super yeah. Nintendo Switch, so just Super Switch. Where's just to credit that, I guess as well. Where's, uh, where's I that saw it from? on something called Creative Block. I just searched up the Super Switch Nintendo. Um, but yeah, something said they leaked it, dropped in something from Bloomberg as well. Okay. So like, this is probably just more information from that. I wonder if that'll confuse people, because like the Super Nintendo was. You know, technically a new console from the yeah, yeah. I wonder if people think that'll be a next a next generation one. I mean, depends how many games don't come out on the actual Switch anymore. 
Yeah. Like, it will probably confuse people, but, like, not as bad as, you know, the Xbox Series X and, you know, all that <laughs> and the crap one that's been going on. <laughs> yeah, the Xbox One, the Xbox One X, the Xbox Series X. It's, oh, my God, Microsoft, please. <laughs> like how uh, Xbox One X sales <laughs> just jumped when the uh, Series X pre-orders <laughs> came out. It's like, we've been bitching about this ever since the Xbox One was announced. It's like, that's a dumb name. You've invalidated the original Xbox. Just call it the Xbox, like, 3? Or something? Like, do what PlayStation does. And every time they release a new bloody console, they dig the hole even deeper. I can't remember what movie it was, uh, but it it had Hugh Jackman in it, and there's, and it's just about robots fighting. And it's like, oh. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, like, I, I know did what not do well. Is. Yeah, oh, there was a there but, was a game based on that. I think yeah, it was on the Connect. <laughs> probably, probably actually, because there was an advertisement, and because it was supposed to be set in the future, there's an advertisement for Xbox 720, and that just <laughs> did not happen at all. Real Steel. Well, it's, it's like yeah, that's, that's it, real the movie. Steel. Yeah, it's like how um uh deus ex human revolution has like a poster for final fantasy 26 (laughs) (laughs) see that's more believable though (laughs) yeah maybe maybe xbox will come back and go to 720 later on that's their second revolution it'll just be 720p and it will annoy the absolute crap out of the consumers (laughs) it's like it's a classic Oh. It's 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 what they call the 360 mini. Yeah, yeah, probably actually. And then everyone will get confused because like I just want to play 360 games. You can't play 360 games, but it's a 720. I don't know. Um, moving on to so we're past the new section. So moving on to the indie roundup. In this segment, we just basically highlight a few indie games that are coming up, um, and that we just feel that just need to be mentioned. I reckon. Uh, so signs of Sojourner. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, the 18th of March. This one is published by Diggerati. Um, have you guys heard of this one? I, I have I not. I remember seeing it. I need a quick look me, for Let me Google reference. this. I was just going to say, like, I should probably actually have supplied the links for these. Um, point of reference for myself next time. Um, and it's hilarious when you type in signs of into Google and the sign, the stuff that you get. Oh, yes. I remember you, you posting the link of this the, where you oh, had to, like, yeah, link this cards thing. up. Yes, I mean Brian put his hand right up for this one. I don't know because it's interesting. Yeah, it looks it looks real good. It's like dominoes, but cards, and but it's a conversation question mark. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. It just it's one of those games that looks so unique that I had to that I had to. It's mention one it. of those games that you have to see, and even then, you probably won't get it. I think you'd have to <laughs> play it to get it. If anything, I think yeah. so. I think so. But yeah, definitely look out at that one. That one is 18th of March. Next one you have Dark, which is spelt with a Q. Don't ask me why. Um, edgy. Exactly. Edgy, that is, that's right. <laughs> but this one, I'm pretty sure I, I might have heard wrong, but it's developed by one person or majoritively developed. You know, like, you know, majoritively developed and then someone else does the music and, and stuff yeah. like that. But the yeah, credits would yeah. roll for like 30 seconds and that'd be it basically for this one. But this uh, Dark has a lot of critical success from its PC release. And if you're into horror 2D-esque platformers, like 2D with a hint of 3D, um, it looks really good. Yeah, kind of like uh, Little Nightmares. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon 
that's probably that's probably a fair comparison, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's, a, it's, yeah that's the first thing that popped into my head when I saw that. <laughs> Little nightmares with a bit of Tim Burton in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fire S Ultra. I'm pretty sure Jake, you put your hand up for this one. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm a speed junkie. Any kind of like card racing game or like yeah anything along the lines of that, I'm just not really like racing. immediately just kind of like uh, me pick me please please boss pick me. <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> yeah. So he can take all the racing games apart from you don't you don't like the uh, realistic racing though, do you? No, that yeah. gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to crash! <laughs> oh, man. The amount of time is crashing and, like, need for speed. Uh, I, I love Burnout for that. I can I can go back and play Burnout. Oh, Burnout is so good. Yeah. But I think it's because it's, like, that level of... Like the arcadiness, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I could go back and play that because I love that back on the PS2. So you're not really racing. It's more about crashing into things and exactly. watching stuff explode. And we all but, love that, don't we? But yeah, Future Aero Racing S is the full name, is it? Or Ultra? From what I see. Yeah, I, I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a monic- like a moniker for something. Yeah. So it looks like it's um more like um, F Zero. Yeah, yeah it's, I've, it's I've, gotten... I've seen yeah I've seen gameplay of it. It's you know not as fast as F Zero, but like it does have the same kind of aesthetic it's to it. Wipeout, mm. the game that I'm thinking of? back in the '64. Yeah, yeah, wipe out yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, I remember that. Like the closest very thing much on Switch like is, wipe out. Closest thing on Switch is like Fast RMX. If you played that as well. Yeah, yeah. Which I never did, but I played Fast Racing Neo on Wii U. Because I think if a game dropped on Wii U, I bought it straight away because I was just starved. <laughs> you wanted to support anything. it. <laughs> Pretty much. You're I like, just felt bad oh, for it. You released it for my console, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was exclusive. I had to. So that one's 26th of March, and the last one is Narita Boy. Uh, Narita Boy? Narita Boy? I don't know. Um, this one's Team 17, and it looks it looks interesting. Like, And I say interesting like in with the aesthetic, because it's more about, like, it's got a very old-school 80s look where you go into, I think you go into, like, an arcade machine or something, rather. And I don't know. It just looks really cool, and the combat looks pretty smooth as well. So definitely look into this one. Narita boy, what is this? Oh yeah, that's eighties as hell. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> like the neon lights and everything. Makes me think of oh, what is it? Oh, there, there is straight up just like a picture of like a dude holding a sword up with like you know, like it looks like a mix between the uh, the Tron and uh, Star Wars bloody uh, posters. Movie posters. Yeah, yeah. Makes me think of <laughs> Kung Fury. I that don't know whole, what that like, is. That is a uh, basically 80s movie, like short little movie thing. It is definitely worth the watch. It is, it is like the most 80s thing in the world. <laughs> like, just watch it. Hacker man. <laughs> <laughs> so that wraps up the indie roundup. Uh, we'll move on to the Patreon questions. So in this segment, uh, a couple of days prior to, the, to us recording the podcast, we put out a little um, a little post where our patrons can uh, ask us questions and we'll pick one and answer it on, on the episode. Uh, we do put the, the questions out to everyone, like on our socials and everything, but our patrons get uh, priority with that because they're our patrons. Um, uh, yeah, but- it depends how much time we have left over. It depends on how many questions we can answer. 
Pretty much, yeah. Uh, this one comes from John Crisp. He's asked, or he said, Hey guys, considering we've passed the fourth anniversary of the Switch, what were your first impressions of the Switch when it first came out? And does it hold out four years later? I was, like, because with the Wii U, I played a lot on, like, you know, handheld mode, like, so other people could use the TV at so I was like, oh, this is like the Wii U, but better. And, like, you know, yeah, being able to yeah. go out and play stuff, I was like, I'm this is the best part of the Switch is being able to portably play, you know, while on a bus ride or a train ride or, you know, while on break at work kind of thing. And it could be more than two metres away from your TV. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the... Uh, the classic meme of playing on the toilet. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, I never used toilet. I never used that feature of the Wii U where I just, you know, um, only played it on the tablet. I don't know why. Like, I just didn't like the way it felt because the the gamepad was so bulky. I I did it once. Yeah, I remember doing it once, and it felt like just a hassle to set that up in the first place. Yeah. And the screen wasn't the best. No. Oh, it was horrible. But it meant I could still play games when other people wanted to use the TV at the time. That is true. That is very true. I had an easier time streaming uh, my PS4 to my Vita than I did using the Wii U tablet. <laughs> so Really? Like, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it was just a button on the Vita. It's like, oh, like looking for PS4s in the area. Is this it? All right, good. Bam, done. Easy. I did not have that same experience. I only ever tried the Vita once when trying to connect that to the PS4 and it said Nino Kuni wasn't compatible and then I tried something else and it looked terrible and I'm just like, nah, I'm done. Yeah, right. Well. That was me anyways. But yeah, um, so I, I mean, I think when we first saw the Switch, especially like in that reveal trailer as well, I was so excited and I don't know, like looking back on it, it's, it's hilarious, but I was so excited for Skyrim on the switch because <laughs> it was just the yeah, idea of, skyrim port yeah. number 73 let's go <laughs> don't they actually have an alexa port of it probably i think so actually i think yeah that- I, th- I think it was a joke at first but yeah now it's a thing but like the idea of you know bethesda like in that big third party company supporting the switch i think was like shocking yeah, it was like damn nintendo's actually giving a shit now yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> which did not happen back then. So yeah. I think that was my biggest thing. And looking back on it now, the third-party support the Switch has, granted a lot of them are ports or, you know, dumbed-down versions of games, Like, but it's, it still showed promise, and I think the Switch has absolutely delivered on that promise, which is yeah. a huge part of it. Although we're still waiting for a game from that reveal trailer. Shimigami Tensei 5. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like the one game that still hasn't come out yet. From that January presentation? Yes. But hey, at least we know more about it than Bayonetta 3. That's true. And Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath on that one. Been over a thousand and sixty something days, still no news on Bayonetta (laughs) 3. That's that's half of the the gap that we had with that last direct. Oh man. That was that was a long, long gap between directs. Yeah, Camille goes on Twitter. Stop asking me for Bayonetta. God damn it! <laughs> They've got to show something this year, surely. But the thing is, I've said the exactly same thing last year this time. So, you know, it'll happen when it happens. But I am super excited for that because I I did not expect to like the first two Bayonettas. I really didn't. But yeah. again, because it came out on Wii U, and because a game was coming out on the Wii U, I had to get it. 
um, yeah. and and I played both of them, and I really enjoyed it. So I think, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I I need to I need to go back to like Bayonetta because like I I first played them before like I kind of got the character action genre. Like now that I've played like DMC five and absolutely love that. Like I really should get back into that because like mm. yeah, my first my first uh like foray in a bayonetta wasn't good so yeah hopefully like now that i get it i mean you can always get the switch version as well so yeah yeah well i could dust off my wii u since i have the one and two pack there you go so four years four years later and you know a new generation of consoles have come out as well do you still think the switch holds up oh yeah no it holds up for what it what it does it's obviously yeah, for what it is it's its own yeah. thing compared to like it's not the oh i'm the big strong boy i'm like it's often the side doing its own thing yeah like i i will admit outside of you know being hired for this i barely touch my switch yeah gotcha <laughs> it sounds sac yeah it sounds sacrilege i know but <laughs> like just there was just a huge gap where like nothing interested me for like a good year or so and that's fair i mean nintendo did have a nintendo themselves had a very quiet year they had a very yeah. quiet 2020 and also a lot of the games are coming out on you know playstation or on the pc kind of thing as yeah, well that's exactly. a... and some people just prefer it in that higher power oh and that just makes sense like yeah. apex legends just launched on switch and oh yeah it did didn't it yeah yeah and like i saw it and the, the first thing i thought of if you if you only have a switch yeah get it play it play it on your switch but if you have anything else play it on there same yeah. same thing i see with uh, tony hawks exactly what i think tony hawks is might be a bit different because you can play that offline true um whereas apex legends you have to have an online connection and unless you're using your phone data while you're out which isn't which, ideal and it's going to yeah, drain no. your battery like anything you. although it'll probably exactly. be more stable than our internet yeah exactly it is 100 percent this country so much yeah <laughs> but yeah ex exactly so if if the switch is all you have and you want to play apex legends play apex legends on your switch absolutely but if you've got anything else i because I, once they announced i've never played apex legends before but as soon as they announced it and i saw it i'm just like maybe i'll play that on my series x that's the first thing i thought <laughs> Maybe I'll play it on something other than the Switch. Exactly, which is the big news story at the moment. But yeah, I mean, apart from power, apart from the guts of the Switch, which hoping a Switch Pro might improve on, um, and I feel as though it is now time to start, even just to start hearing a little bit more about I a mean, Switch Pro. Isn't it wasn't about the same time that it took for the 3DS to get its new 3DS. More yeah, about that. that. Four-year mark. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of seems like the sweet spot as well. Yeah, it feels like it, yeah. I wonder if we'll get the uh, Switch Pro first, like uh, we did with the new 3DS. I mean, I got the new 3DS when it came here first to Australia, but the thing is, it wasn't supported by anything. Oh, no, but we, we did get it like... Um, it's like two or three months early. Yeah, because we got it at the same time as Japan compared to Europe and um, America. Yeah, which never happens. Oh yeah, but I got it. I, yeah, I got it when it launched early here in Australia, and then yeah, I was so like, I don't really need this. Or well, I needed to update my 3ds because the shoulder buttons were like messed up. Okay, well that's fair from enough. from Mario Kart. 
Of course, of course, yeah. it's from Mario Kart. Mario um, Kart kills but... the shoulder buttons on 3DSs. It, yeah, and it's Smash like, Brothers. Ooh. Yeah, I was just about to say, Smash broke my uh, stick. Yeah, yeah, that did that. A, I noticed that did that to a lot of people's 3ds. That yeah, the, those stick. sticks were clearly not made for like any high input. No that, games like Smash. Yeah, I felt real, real bad, and I was super paranoid playing Smash on my 3ds. Um, but the one thing the Switch has done for me as well is. Oh, and in addition to working with Switchable as well, um, is my all of a sudden love for indie games. Because it's the the Switch is a perfect console, oh, yeah. it's a perfect platform for indie games. It has like every indie game ever. Exactly. Because for better just... or for worse. <laughs> yes. Uh, but like there's just so much now. Like so many indie developers, they're, they're porting it to PC and Switch. And then PlayStation Xbox comes later. Yes, and mm. that's it. Like, yeah, like they release it mm. PC Switch first, and or they make Switch the first priority exactly. to come out on because it's such a big yeah, it's, market. It's for a it big now. market, and from what I hear, they actually get like a lot more of the uh, like actual profit yeah. share. Yeah, exactly. And you know, being Switchaboot and being at the site that we are, majority of what we cover is indie games. Mm. For that reason, because just all indie developers their main focus it, it's you know they put it on pc because they build it on pc so it makes sense it's just you know it's it, easy it comes with it exactly but switch is their main focus because that's where the sales come from i remember yeah. that from blossom tales if you remember way back that way back when it was one of the first big indie games to come out exclusively console console exclusive on switch and that just blew up like sales because uh, it was from vague memory, it had released on PC and then like a year later on Switch and like within within its first week, it had tripled its sales. It was ridiculous. Like, it was the Untitled yeah. Goose game. Yeah. Oh, there's, oh. Another, there's another example straight away. Like That just boomed as soon as it came out. Mm. I feel bad for not playing, but that game looks amazing for what it is. <laughs> it's a short it, one yeah. too, isn't it? It's yeah. very short. Two hours, three tops. Unless, but you know, you have trouble with puzzles. Yeah, so four hours for me, uh, but it 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 is really good. Untitled Goose Game, and that was that was our name that game a few episodes ago, which yeah. is a perfect segue for name that game. So professional, thank you. I thought so. <laughs> so time for everyone's favorite part of the podcast. So name that game, um, Jake. This is your first time uh, playing name that game with us, so I'll go over the rules. Basically, uh, I have a game. You got to guess it. I have 10 hints. Uh, you and Nathan work together. So you have one, um, like you're, you're collective. You're not competing against each other. Um, yeah, so it's right. a team. Exactly. So bounce ideas off of each other. Although I have thought about something. And if you are the one to think of the game and suggest the game first, you get to plug something of your choice. So I want to give that bit of reward. If you're the first person to mention what the game is before you guess it, then you get to plug right. something. So that's a little thing I've added in. Anyway, so there's 10 hints. You get five guesses in total as a collective. So two guesses before question six, two guesses before question 10, and one last guess after question 10. So you got to space them out. So if you don't use yeah. a hint after, question f- after hint five and you can't think of anything, you lose that guess. Okay. 
Yeah. But if you can't one. think of anything, it's just we just lose it, basically. Yeah. Or just guess a random yeah. game. Because there has been times where it's like, uh, just throw it out. We know what's wrong, but <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Which is which was on that name that game spectacular episode that we did oh, and that happened. That was a couple a times. really hard one. Like like you the said, last bottom one. off the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was gonna get you. I knew it. I was very proud of myself. Uh, but so this one, so also you have two lifelines. Uh, you have a yes or no question, and normally you would have a switchaboo lifeline. But I don't, I didn't get anyone to record the switchaboo lifeline. So that Can is very just go ask embarrassing. Was oh, that me. the thing that I recorded? Yes, uh, the other week. Ah, yes, brilliant. Okay, yeah. got it. But I forgot to do it. So I say, couldn't um, you go ask Rochelle to be like, hey, this thing? <laughs> well, I was gonna do a, I was gonna do a game, but if. I don't reckon you would have gotten it without Rochelle. Okay, and so I changed the game at the last minute because Rochelle was supposed to be on this episode. Um, so that is why I did that. And then I was like, oh, I can't get a hint. And I just went with it. Yeah. So this time I'm going to let you have two yes or no questions. Okay. So to to account for that. Or the last, last rule, and I know it's getting a bit complicated, uh, but the last rule is you can trade any of those lifelines or any of those... Yeah, any of those lifelines for an additional guess if you want to. Okay. But that's yeah. never happened. So that's interesting. Because usually we get to the guesses before then. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the first hint, it's a 2D platformer. That says nothing. So the second hint is the original concept came from a game jam, which took a team of two, four days to make. Oh, man, I remember game jam things. The game launched on January 25th, 2018. Platform that came out a couple of years ago from a game jam. Well, the original concept came from the game jam. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, oh. available. it's available on PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia. Stadia. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although that would rule out a lot. Be like, hey... It's on Stadia. That also, exists. For reference, we're not allowed to use the internet or yes, our Switch libraries. You. Oh, really? Never would have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> or your Switch, because Nathan did that once. And I was like, dude. Oh, you cheater. No. <laughs> it wasn't so in no the rules. Filthy cheater. It wasn't in the rules at the time. <laughs> that is true. So I added that. And thank you, Nathan, for pointing that out. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> loopholes. And that's how we got Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah. Um,. And the last hint before you have to use your two guesses, the Switch version has a 92 on Metacritic. So it's a good one. 2D platformer. So we have to... We, if we don't guess anything, we, 92. I was... Mm, I was... My first thought's like, Hollow Knight's like, that's, nah, that's, that's what I was going to say, though. Yeah. Because yeah. it's on a lot of systems. Yeah, yeah. It's on a lot of systems, highly rated, but not two years old yeah it's like three or four at this point that would be three years mm. what would be two years higher rated hmm this this is uh this is difficult for me because uh i don't actually really pay attention to a lot of indie releases <laughs> so like before like joining this so like, this is over my head. I mean, it may not be an indie release, but... I was going to say, I never said indie. I, I know, I know, I'm just... <laughs> no. 
Was mm. it just for clarification with the release uh-huh. date? It, you didn't say it was Switch release date. You just said the release date, didn't you? Um. Uh, I said launch January twenty fifth, twenty eighteen. Okay. Um, where I got that number from, it didn't specify. Okay. So I think it launched on all consoles okay. at the same time, but probably later for Stadia. Fair. Just thought clarify there wasn't anything on that. Yeah. When did Stadia become a thing? I think it was twenty eighteen. It came a thing. Yeah. Oh well. Moving on. <laughs> was it was it on one console for a long time before it moved to anything else? We can make that a yes or no question if you want. I was going to say. I'm going to Google that. I don't think so. Nah. But I'm going to Google it. If we actually use that as a question. Yeah. Like, I just had Epiphany. Could it be Cuphead? <laughs> that was... That's not on PlayStation, though. Oh, it's not? Oh, all right. I'm well, pretty sure it's not. Well, disregard my <laughs> ramblings. Well, though, would you classify it as a platformer? I guess it is. Yeah, it's technically a, a platformer. Game. Yeah, but it does have platforming True. levels in it. Okay, I won't answer that question then, unless you use it. Uh, yeah. Okay. But I do know the answer. Just because, Ben, the guest, you just want to clarify that it's definitely not Hollow Knight? Before we just burn them? Hmm. Is it Hollow Knight? No. There we go. Yeah, yeah, didn't think so. Didn't think so, but it's good to clarify before we burn the guests. It had to be a platformer. I mostly pick platformers, don't I? Yeah. I mean, you picked Mario. <laughs> Three hints. It's a record. Well, there isn't, um... What is it? Wargroove. That was a... Three hints as well, wasn't it? That was pretty quick. Although, I did do some editing of that today for its... Because it's going up on YouTube. Actually, it should be on YouTube now. Interesting, I gotta post that. Um, it's... That was about five hints. Ah, okay. So, I really listened to it. But it was very quick. Yeah. It was super quick as well. Oh, I'm trying to think now. What would it be? What would it be? Yeah, I have absolutely no clue. Yeah, like Hollow Knight and Cuphead would like my best guesses. I mean, best you, we guesses. can do Cuphead to clarify, just to clarify it and then just go on to the next clues. Or you can use a lifeline. Or we could use a lifeline. Or we could just move on to the next clues. So, it's up to you. I'll uh, let you pick uh, here. Just... Yeah, I'll say go on to the next close. So, we'll just clarify it then before we burn it. Is it Cuphead? No, it's not Cuphead. There you go. And now we'll go Damn, to the next I'm close. bad at this. <laughs> it can I- take, you know, usually the seventh or eighth one is where it goes, that's the thing. Yeah, that's what we did with Bug Fables in that yeah. episode. I think it was the ninth uh, one. Yeah, that, got, that went right down to the wire. That was a good one. So, the... Next hint, the studio is from Canada. Hmm. The lead director said that they took direct inspiration from Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh, Canadian game. Oh my god, I've heard this before. Oh, this is driving me nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this game does that. 
Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. What is it? But you see what I mean by like it it'll take like you know those little extra guests that make you go, okay, no, that has an idea in my head. Yeah. Go to the next clue. Oh. I reviewed this game and I gave it ninety five. But that that just means like you know half the website. <laughs> I was just about to say. <laughs> hmm. Do you want me to read out the last hint before you go to your guesses? Yeah. It won Best Game for Impact at the 2018 Game Awards. Okay. So you're saying it's not Crash Team Racing. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. (laughs) Is that a guess? No, no. (laughs) Believe it or not, I'm taking the piss. (laughs) I don't believe What's in the... have to be in highly rated. I'm trying to think times I've been on the eShop and like, this game was on here. So it won the award for Impact. That's usually awarded to very artsy games. A platformer from a Canadian dev Inspired by Mario 3. So I'll go oh, back. this is going to drive me wild. <laughs> I'll go back as well. So 2D platformer. Original concept came from a game jam, which took a team of two, four days to make. Launched January, 28, uh, January 25th, 2018. It's available on PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia. Switch version has a 92 on Metacritic. One, uh, so the studio is from Canada. The lead director said they took direct inspiration from Super Mario Bros. 3, has a 95% from myself, and it won Best Game for Impact at the 2018 Game Awards. Yeah, I have no clue. It's going to be so obvious when I say it. Yeah, that's the worst part. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, I'm just like... And you have two guesses before I move on to question... uh, And two lifelines. And two lifelines. So you can ask me questions. Yeah, you got any ideas, Nathan? I am, I am not sure. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank here. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> like, oh. I'm just trying to... Oh. Think for me, because my brain's dead. 2018. So, it's, so it came out three years ago at this point. Yeah. Oh my god, that is three years ago. I kept thinking it's two. Yeah, no, it's three years. <laughs> Damn you, father time! <laughs> what could it be? I, I'll ask a question, if you're yeah. okay with it. Um, Jake, does it have a physical release? Yeah. Do you think that's a question to ask? Sure. It's better than the absolute nothing I yeah. was thinking of. Does the game have a physical release? I think it does, but I'm going to look it up. It had a limited physical release. Limited physical release. Okay. Yeah, one of those limited run. Was that like actual, like from the like releasing games or did it have to go through like a specific website, like how Scott Pilgrim you have to go through? A certain website kind of thing. Uh, I don't 
No. Okay. I don't think... So it's a bit I don't... too complicated. Yeah, I, I just thought I'd make sure because sometimes on, it has a difference. Yeah, yeah, true. I don't think so, although... Because you, you know of Limited Run? And they do like those... Yeah, mm. it was from them. Okay. Yeah, so, so probably... I think, uh, I think they do some... From them. Yeah, but I think they do some launches. Like, I think they do some physical copies in, like, retail stores. Didn't they do one of the Shantae games? That's literally the only, like, platformer I can think of. Uh, I, isn't that way forward? Yeah, I don't think that's... Yeah, but I don't think that's going to be, like, a game jam thing as well. No, because that, that's been around since the Game Boy days. Exactly. Um... Okay. Is it a difficult like like is it known for its difficulty in the 2d platformer if you use as a as the second lifeline do you agree on that yeah yeah uh yes yeah you could say that so it can't be super meat boy because that's i that was, was older but it's what wasn't games... there a super meat boy sequel that came out that's not out yet ah damn um but, I'll correct you on that. That did come out very uh, recently. I think it was okay. January. I thought that was oh, out recently. Yet. Okay, yeah, no. so because it was uh, on the list of games that were um, to be coming out next year that people were looking forward to. Yeah, we didn't get a code for it. It was very <sighs> upsetting. I cried myself to sleep. Um, I'm trying to think. Was it Freedom Planet? Was that one hard? Oh, if you consider Sonic the Hedgehog card. I mean, depends. What was the... Oh, but, I'm but trying yeah, to think. It, I that know would be, the game. I'm trying to think. It, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be Freedom Planet because that's inspired by Sonic, not true, Mario. True, yeah. Um, oh, I know the game. It's like it's got a girl um, that's like the main character and I can't think of the name of the game. Does that do anything for you, Jake? Nope. <laughs> so, Shante? Yeah, is it Shante? Nah, Nathan, is it Shante? It, it can't, no, it's not Shante. It's like a... Uh, it's, is it Samus? It's, it, it reminds me of Super Meat Boy, the way it looks and the way it plays. I just can't remember it. the name of it. Is it like a love story or something? Celeste! Yes. Is it Celeste? He got it. Hey, there we go. I would have been so hey. upset if you didn't get it, honestly. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the last hint was uh, with, when the, when the studio's other commercially successful game came to Switch, the main character from this game in question was added as a playable character. So that was Towerfall, and Madeline was added to right. Towerfall. Yeah, I still wouldn't have gotten that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like the second he said like, girl, I'm like, Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's sometimes all it takes. Um, yeah. It's just one thing. It's like, yep, there it is. But oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. 92 on Metacritic, which is... That hurt my head. <laughs> <laughs> Try doing what we did last week and doing five in a row. That it's was fun, fun, though. It's fun. It was very fun. But yeah, Celeste, uh, made by Matt Makes Games, who I actually learned this when I wrote this up, that they've changed their name. Because it's no longer just Matt. They've got a team now. Oh. It's a fun little fact. Because I, I remember in an interview, they, he said um, he doesn't like that it's Matt Makes Games. 
because it's not just him Matt anymore. anymore. Yeah, but I thought... Well, good for Matt. Exactly, good for Matt. But I thought the second hint... He did. But I thought the second hint uh, was pretty good because you can actually play... I don't know if you know this, but you can actually play the Game Jam version within Celeste. Oh. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. I did not know. See, I haven't played Celeste because I'm not big on the really difficult platformers. It looks cool, but I'm like... I. I don't have the patience to just sit there and try and try and try and try. Man, if so, if it, only I ask more questions to that one Celeste speedrunner who shows up in my chat every now and then. <laughs> so if you're going to, if you're going to play any like you know quote unquote tough as nails 2D platformer, it should be Celeste purely because for one, it loads really quickly. So when you die, it loads super quick, and you're back to the and it's all frame by frame. So. When you die, it doesn't feel as punishing. Um, the uh, game, so it's like um, uh, Hotline Miami kind of mm. response. Yeah, yeah, very, very quick and very fast pace in that that you don't have to backtrack a lot. Um, and it, it, because uh, how, how, how can I put it? Because it's very, it's its main focus is on like mental health and overcoming the mountain that is like depression and anxiety. So the game is, it encourages you to learn from mistakes rather than laugh like rather than yeah. you know some of those games where it kind of mm. laughs at your death count and it kind of yeah, shows that, off and it, that explains the you know award and impact exactly yeah so <laughs> instead of that it, it then says you um you can learn from your mistakes and it encourages you to keep going so if you're going to play any again if you're going to play any tough as nails 2d platformer it should be celeste for that reason and that was on sale once for like 75 percent off i remember once uh not long ago so if it's ever 75 percent off again i'll point i'll point that out to you nathan because i really think you should play it for that reason uh, but just make overall, a yeah. new story on it be like hey look celeste is 75 percent off go play it there you go and i'll plug my old uh my old review which is terrible now that i look back on it um <laughs> it's real bad but jake you you uh, suggested that one first so what would you want to plug Oh shit! Yeah, I did. Boy, it's it's like you made this reward just for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hi, I'm Jake. I uh, I I am a uh, variety streamer up on Twitch. You can catch me at uh, Twitch.tv/slash Jaxic15. As J A X E K one five. I typically play like, uh, yeah, I typically play RPGs, but I also play whatever the heck I want. So, uh, yeah, there's that. So if you think I'm a cool dude, come, sh- yeah, come show up, say hi, then leave and never show up again like most people. I'm there most of the time, so. <laughs> yeah, Nathan's going to be there too. He's one of my mods, so yeah. It's the That's closest awesome. thing you're probably going to get to like an official Switchaboo Twitch stream <laughs> until Alex pulls his thumb out of his butt. Hey, we're working on it. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a hard thing to pull out. <laughs> I actually think I actually think Steve wants to do that. So he's he once said that before that he wants to start streaming. So set up a go. community channel where, like, you know, like, oh, I'll, I want to stream, and go through the switcheroo thing kind of thing. Pretty much, yeah. If you have a key to do it, uh, but yeah, that wraps up episode five of the Switcheroo podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And Nathan, as always, yeah, but Mister Beat. So thank you for being on this episode, like always, like always. And Jake, thank you for sh- uh, for the first episode, and hopefully here's to many more. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, I'm entertaining enough to show up again. 
There's only one other thing to point out. What's we that? have a Switchgrew Discord now. We do. We do. And oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, and you set up that up, Nathan, so thank yes. you for that. But, yeah, yeah by so all if means. We, um, if you go on, like, our social media. I think someone wants your attention. Yeah, I'll uh, <laughs> get to that in a second. But, yeah, um, with that, we can uh, go on our socials. It's I think we have it linked on there. Yes, we do. Yeah. But um, you can follow us on Twitter at Switchaboo News, uh, on Facebook, Switchaboo, Instagram at Switchaboo. Um, and of course, you can always support us by on Patreon. Uh, you get get this podcast two to three days early by just being a $1 patron, but we do have other tiers as well, so you can have more rewards from there. But normally, uh, to wrap up a podcast, I would play it out with a bit of music, but unfortunately, I once again need to, need to pull something out my butt um, and actually get on top of that. So we are just going to end it like this, but again, thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. See ya.